This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Doug Ford, Premier of Ontario. Not having a great week. Everyone's turned on him. It looks like uh, the uh, the calls to, for him to resign are going to continue for a while here. He was exposed to COVID uh, in the workplace. Someone on his staff or that he works closely with um, tested positive for COVID. So now he's quarantining at home. Mm-hmm. And people are freaking out because he doesn't know how to use a laptop and has a BlackBerry instead of a, a modern phone. <laughs> this, apparently, yeah, he still uses a BlackBerry. And, I, you know, sometimes you hear these stories and you're like, is that true? Because in the story, I, the quote was, he, ha- he, he, he gets them refurbished because they obviously don't make new ones. And he also has a stack, quote, a stack uh-huh. of them at home. He's stockpiling BlackBerries. Does he really have, I believe he still uses a BlackBerry. Does he really have a stack of them? <laughs> Maybe. A BlackBerry stack, I think, is worth more than BlackBerry stock right now. <laughs> um, yeah, he buys them in bulk, it looks like, and he, he's he been using this phone for years. He likes it. problem is, in terms of speed and being able to download attachments, mm. not really advanced like modern phones. The last time there was a BlackBerry software update for the phone he uses, I, I believe, was 2018. So some are questioning whether or not they would still be secure. I mean, there was a time when BlackBerry was known as the, the secure phone to use. Yeah, it was when Obama was bragging about it, right? Yeah, so yeah. like you had people in, in politics all over the world would opt for the Blackberries, But at this point, um, may not be the case. Uh, the laptop is new and uh, staffers say he's having to be taught how to use it now that he's staying alone uh, in his late mother's home working from his office he's he's having a tough time with the laptop and there's- <laughs> i would love to hear exactly what he's having trouble with there's like, a what, learning what curve it? i get it my dad's not you know he's around the same age he's not necessarily technically savvy 10 years ago i had to teach him how what copy and paste was yeah that that surprised me a little bit when when windows uh, the operating system switched over i remember i bought a new computer and it was like the old desktop style and it went to some new thing and i was getting frustrated i was yelling at the screen quite a bit yeah that's true that's true when the start uh start bar changed and now yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, i know exactly what you're talking about but it would be amazing to hear hear old Dougie trying to work a laptop <laughs> to be a fly on the wall. Yeah, yeah, and to be working tech support with them. <laughs> old technology is kind of trendy, so maybe Doug Ford just considers himself a hipster yeah. using a BlackBerry. Yeah, this is cool. He is like, you know, Toronto guy, right? Yeah, listening to vinyl, <laughs> using his BlackBerry. Totally, totally. Wearing lots of denim jackets. See, I, I told you, Jim, Doug Ford isn't the only one using outdated technology. Story out there that he loves his BlackBerry, refuses to upgrade his bl- old BlackBerry phone, actually has a stack of them <laughs> that he's hoarding. My precious, my precious BlackBerry. I wonder if he's got a really high brick breaker score. Like, well, he's going around in those SUVs. With his driver in the front? Yeah, just plain brick breaker for hours at a time. That's a, that's a fun game, you know? Simple, but so fun. <laughs> um, here is 
A message from Ryan. I have an older floor model TV from the 1970s that I still use, guys. It's because I like playing Duck Hunt on the original Nintendo, (laughs) and the zapper doesn't work on new TVs. Uh, Is that true? Yeah, yeah, because, like, old TVs have, like, individual lights on them that, like, make up the colors. Yeah, yeah. So that's what triggers the gun. Or what receives the the signal from the gun? Those old TVs are heavy, man. Oh yeah, I'm picturing like the one that has like the speaker on the bottom, and it has like that felt brown felt over top of it. Yeah, made out of wood. Yeah, I had yeah. one of those old, and I thought it was when I was in college. I had the old wood TV. I thought it was so slick. <laughs> they they do kind of look nice, but they weigh a thousand pounds. You can't even give them away now. Yeah, right. I uh, get unless you find someone who likes playing duck hunt. Apparently. <laughs> Taz and Jim, this is from Dan. He says, I refuse to get rid of my old beer fridge. It keeps the beers ice cold, and it's probably from 1962. Those look cool, too. You had one. Yeah, I had one in my old house. Uh, Everything was heavier back then. I was going to bring it with me to my new house, and then we tried to pick it up. I'm like, ah, congratulations, (laughs) whoever bought my house. (laughs) You just bought a fridge as well. Yeah, probably good for your uh, hydro bill, too. My parents refuse to get rid of their landline and they won't get cell phones. They say if they need to talk to somebody, they can call them on the landline and the sound is better and they never lose reception. I kind of like that. Yeah, that's the dream. It would be nice not to have your cell phone in your hand 90% of the day looking down at your screen. But your parents aren't the premier of Ontario, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. But does he, like, I'm sure he has assistants who can, like, download and attach. It's pathetic. Well, not pathetic, but I mean, like, a lot of people don't get technology. doesn't mean they're not good leaders, but it just, I, I hope that he has a very competent personal assistant. Yeah, the concern is now he's by himself because he's quarantined after being possibly exposed to uh, COVID in the workplace. Uh, Here's someone who agrees with Doug Ford. I miss my old BlackBerry. The new iPhones have updates every other day and the charging ports are always screwing up. So there's uh, someone who's on Team BlackBerry. Hmm. I have my 200-disc CD player in the basement. I do enjoy using that. It's for no other reason than I've been working in radio so long. I've got so many CDs. What am I going to do with them? you got to put them somewhere. Yeah, so they slid them all into that thing. Hit random. (laughs) You get to hear the the thing turn in between songs. (laughs) The anticipation. Yeah, what's next? It's fun. But I also know how to work iTunes. (laughs) If you needed to. If I needed to, I could pull up a Spotify account. Mm -hmm. A lot of people thinking about marijuana this week because it was 420 on on Tuesday. Would you wear marijuana-scented perfume or cologne? A company released the world's first weed-scented perfume. They made the announcement on 420. Uh, Got the advertisement for the perfume here. Now available at the Herbal Emporium, the newest fragrance for the stoner in your life, Kush. The undeniable essence of Dubage, Ganja, and Mary Jane. One spritz and it will blow your mind. Plus, you'll smell like you've been working all day at the dispensary. (laughs) Kush. Kush. Try all three scents. Purple Voodoo, Bubonic Chronic, and Dank Sinatra. Kush. 
New from Chanel number 420. <laughs> what do you think, Jim? Did you try it? Real? I was thinking about trying it until I heard the person's voice and I no, could not that, stand it. The commercial is not real. Okay. That's a fake commercial. But I you know, I but, wouldn't but put the it past product, people. The product is real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. No, there there is a marijuana scented uh, cologne perfume that is now on the market. Yeah. Why is the question when you can just smell it like that the old fashioned way, yeah, right? Yeah, I saw recently a candle and it was a coffee scented candle and I thought, why don't you just make a pot of coffee? Sure. <laughs> like, why not just smoke a joint? Like, why? I don't understand the benefit of smelling like weed and not having smoked a joint. Mm-hmm. It seems the opposite. I like the tweet uh, you posted yesterday about the day after 420. Why don't you share that with everybody? Oh, yeah. What did I say? It was good. It was a good um, idea. Is the day after 420 referred to as hot boxing day? <laughs> it should be, really. It should be yeah. sales and stuff. A day after Christmas, yeah, is Boxing Day. A day after four twenty is Hot Boxing yeah, Day. Yeah, get on it, Tokyo Smoke. Somebody <laughs> needs to start promoting this. Sure, yeah, big sales on on bongs, paraphernalia, <laughs> pizzas, yeah, flat screen TV. I mean, what else do you do when you're stoned? <laughs> Playstations, <laughs> Xboxes, and now the winner is. Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Cock, cock, cock. You peacock. Cock, cock. Taz and Jim and Devin Peacock joining us. It's time to talk sports. Here he is from Global News Radio. Dev, you are pumped about this upcoming Floyd Mayweather fight. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing I love more than a Floyd Mayweather Jr. fight because they're always action-packed. I always, I'll never forget the day I went over to Taz's house to watch a Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao fight it out, and it was the most boring thing alive. It was just, <laughs> he, he never does anything. So At least Floyd, Manny Pacquiao is, is a professional boxer, though. Yeah, so Floyd Mayweather Jr. is going to be fighting Logan Paul of YouTube fame. Logan Paul, who has one fight to his uh, record. He's 1-0. Floyd Mayweather is 50-0 as a professional boxer. Their uh, fight has been pushed back to uh, June the 5th now. I didn't know this was happening, and now I wish I didn't because I just want to wipe it from my memory. But also, assuming Floyd Mayweather actually does something in the fight, Logan Paul uh, should not be stepping into the ring with quite possibly the best boxer of all time. Like, this is a recipe for disaster where you have just some, some schmuck who's uh, stepping into the ring with a professional boxer who could, if he throws a punch, really uh, hurt him. He could is, kill you. Is, is there, is there a ch- I know Mayweather's obviously going to outclass him, but it, it, uh, Logan Paul is a big dude, like 6'2". At what point does size kind of start taking effect over skill? Because like, even if you... <laughs> don't have that much skill. If you connect and you weigh 50 more pounds than the other guy, it's going to hurt him. That's true, but I mean, Mayweather's whole MO is just to tire out the other guy and just wear them yeah. down. And Logan Paul does not have the like decades of experience that Floyd Mayweather has in how to just sap your opponent of all their energy. So he's a big guy, but I'm guaranteeing you he does not have the stamina to last a full fight, and he will lose. I would bet all the money I have in the world. Floyd Mayweather Jr. is not going to have his first loss in uh, boxing be to Logan Paul. 
the reason people keep ordering these these Paul brother fights is because we want to see them get beat up, <laughs> right? That's, like, that's <laughs> so this is this thing is going to make a ton of money. People want to see one of these guys get knocked out bad. Mayweather doesn't generally knock guys out, so I don't. I I just doubt that's going to happen. It just takes but I one know punch he's gonna win. Yeah, but I'm still. That's what people want to see, Jim. That's why they're paying the dollars for this. And they're going to be disappointed. They will. When is the last time you saw a boxing match and you weren't disappointed? To be honest, I like the Conor McGregor Mayweather fight. I thought it was interesting. I know it wasn't the best technical boxing, but at, at least it seemed, you know, fun. This is such a pandemic activity. This is what we're being reduced to. Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Logan Paul. This is what we need for entertainment now. <laughs> Big fan of Tiger King. <laughs> Cause I saw Tiger You know what else we had an update? Well, that's the problem when the star of the show is in prison for life. But there may be a chance that Joe Exotic is going to get out of jail. And who's going to help him get out? You won't believe it. Don't say it. Carol Baskin. What? This is, is this the story. X and Magneto? <laughs> it truly is. Except they're both Magneto? <laughs> we need Joe Exotic's help. We've got to bust him out of jail. Uh, for a while now, Howard, the husband of Carol Baskin that she didn't murder, <laughs> Howard has been saying that uh, Carol and himself would work to get Joe out of prison if he would support the Big Cat Public Safety Act. This is a, uh, a law they're trying to get passed to protect the exploitation of animals, which is kind of their business, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So they've said if Joe Exotic would, would help them get this passed into law, they would help him get out of jail. Joe Exotic spoke with our friends over at Entertainment Tonight. Now, the audio is a little dicey because, again, he's in prison and the prison phones don't work that great. But here is Joe Exotic commenting on whether or not he would team up with Carol Baskin. Carol and Howard Baskin said that they would vow to help me get a pardon if I would support the Big Cat Safety Act. It is time for Carol and Howard to put up or shut the hell up because I'm accepting their offer. The Big Cat Safety Act, the way it's written, is not going to help anybody except Peta and Carol Baskin. So, other than that, they need to stay the hell out of the news with all their crap just to get their name in the paper. Because I just called their bluff. Listen, if I live through this because my health is deteriorating by the day, we're going to turn this into something good. What are you doing? He just slapped away the olive branch. (laughs) Well, no, he he tried to accept it, but he did it in a Joe Exotic (laughs) way. Do I accept their offer? Shut up is what I say. (laughs) That means yes. I do accept. I can't wait to work with those two idiots who I hate. (laughs) They're terrible people, but yes, I accept. (laughs) I hate them. I hate their plan. But all right, (laughs) their plan is stupid and it's not going to help anybody. I look forward to working with them (laughs) and turning this into something good. (laughs) I mean, it would be, I don't know if the end, like what's in the plan, if it's the best for the Tigers, but it would be a refreshing change of pace for two people to compromise, you know, and work toward a common goal. Hey, in uh, the divisive world that we are currently living in, 
would there be a bigger beacon of hope <laughs> than Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic mending their tiger fences? <laughs> I don't think so. No. It's time for Carol Howard to put up or shut the hell up. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.